And we're back on the rule of three. Uh, two comics, three topics, ten minutes each. No politics and virus-free. It's the perfect podcast for your social distancing. Uh, I'm your yeah. host, Tim Slegel. That's uh, that's Bent Washburn. Hello. Hi, everybody. Uh, Way out there, apart from each other. And uh, later in the show, we're going to be talking about uh, uh, Leonard Cohen. Um, probably probably yeah. overdue, but... Uh, yeah. But uh, uh, found found out some interesting stuff about uh, about his hit song. Uh, we're, we're also going to be talking about uh, uh, thirty things in your house that you need to get rid of. And, I like that uh, episode. It yeah. could be a bigger number. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good. It's a small number. Yeah, yeah <laughs> depending on depending on your lifestyle, it could be yeah. way more than thirty. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe instead of house shopping cart, it's, what if we said that? <laughs> okay, that was mean. Let's go. Let's not. Okay. <laughs> thirty things. Okay. But in this episode, uh, in case you notice that uh, the the the, the bent's a little edgy. Uh, 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 last night, last night, a uh, bent did his uh, very first. Uh, about to be uh, uh, your, your second ones tomorrow, but uh, very first. Uh, what do you? What online do we, what, virtual, online? virtual 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 comedy show. show virtual. It, it was not a show virtually or in any other. It was supposed to be a, a painting thing. I was going to do kind of silly banter. Well, I taught people how to a little bit about painting, and we all painted mm-hmm. a a Pikachu together. It's kind of like I was thinking of those <laughs> sipping paints, sipping paints, but it's for dry bar comedy, so there's no booze involved. It was a sober sipping paint, <laughs> and my idea oh, okay, was sipping paints where, where yeah. the bars, where the where the where the uh, uh, starving yeah. artists go into bars and and with all the supplies and let people get drunk and uh, and the, yeah, the twenty of them or thirty of them, they book the little craft room or the bar and mm-hmm. they all sip wine and then they paint the same crappy. They do horrible paintings and they take them home and they put on the wall and people come in. Did you paint that? And they say, well, I was drunk, you know, because it's (laughs) crappy art. So we did a dry sip and paint. Who and, was it? Uh, Who was it? This is oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to interrupt this here for a second. Who mm-hmm. I, I heard somebody, one of his one of his favorite uh, pranks to play on people mm-hmm. was was to uh, was to go to like a, a, a Goodwill and find like a real horrible painting, and then give <laughs> it to someone as a gift, <laughs> and act like they did it. So that, and then it, and then come to visit and they have to take it out and hang it. Or whatever, that's, or just uh, yeah, just, just I paid a lot of money for this. I hope you like it, you know. <laughs> and it's just garbage, <laughs> garbage. <laughs> well, my what I told the listeners was everyone should have a bad painting they did themselves on the wall of their house, so that people can come to your house, look at it, and think, "Well, I could do that," or or they can think, "I could, my kid could do that," and then that makes your house a lot like a contemporary art museum. It generates the same thoughts, you know. It's just this is crap. Anybody could do this, you know. I, but I don't. Oh, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> so it was hard, Tim. I'm telling you to. Well, first of all, I haven't painted in about four or five years, uh, and second of all, uh, I have not speed painted formula paintings ever. And so I was supposed to do 45 minutes, 
It was 90 minutes. Do you understand? I oh, ran man. a 45-minute life <laughs> by 45 minutes. <laughs> it, I mean, that's even, even for the excuse of this is pandemic time. That's an excuse. Yeah, that's kind of the secret. That's kind of the secret of Bob Ross. It's, oh yeah, uh, it, yeah. It's uh, it, it's he is. Uh, he obviously, I don't, I don't know anything about his history, but I speculate that he used to do paintings for like motel rooms. Yeah, fast, fast, fast. And, yes. and so basically, yes. he figured out a formula how to do. Okay, here's the seascape, yeah. here's the forest, here's the yeah. mountain view, here's the. He figured out how to do those over and over, so that yes. hotels. He'd get a contract for a hotel. They want a hundred mm-hmm. paintings, so he pretty much figured out how to. And the, poop and them out in an afternoon. Right. Yeah. And then he so he shows you how to do it. But but mm-hmm. watching it, you say, man, artists are really. I mean, all they do is dab a brush, and and it creates. You know, I, I mean, it really is amazing uh, to yeah, see before your eyes. A mediocre illusion of space and. Yeah. Right. But still, you're right. It creates the illusion, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he was a good drawer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it 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 created that sense. Sure. And you know what? He could talk while he did it. And Kelly brought that up afterwards. Like, you're really going to have to, if you want to do more of these, you have to have every move of this planned out, all of it, yeah. so that it's automatic. And then you can you can interact with the audience while you're doing it. And she's right. I, I mean, I was I was tapping into. Well, actually, I, I don't. I, I, I think I think uh, I think the the first statement. Uh, if you're going to do this again, is specious. <laughs> Tim, I'm going to do a whole bunch of these. Listen, <laughs> what else am I going to? These are desperate times, as I said. And oh, by the way, I was originally I was going to do the whole thing wearing uh, Pikachu pajamas, and mm-hmm. I am so glad I did not, because that would have maybe gone viral in a very bad way. <laughs> Just like, watch this guy lose every shred of dignity. <laughs> People would have been posting that. It, it, you know, at 5.03, it's over. He's Oh, and when I started... So did you already, so did you already, so did you already purchase the Pikachu pajamas? In, in, uh, they're Ian's. They're Ian's. And you could so they fit were, into Ian's pajamas? Well, barely. Not really. They were floods. <laughs> <laughs> they were a little tight in the crotch area, uh-huh. let's say. Um, not to brag. But anyway, uh, I'm not going to do it in Pikachu pajamas. Oh, and I, I didn't mention this. It, total train wreck at the beginning. Technically, uh, I was supposed to start the live session. Well, actually, they were, but they had technical difficulties. And I've never done a Facebook Live anything. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't get it. Their 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 input, the screen I was looking at on my phone was sideways, and it was right side up for everybody else. And it took me about five minutes to figure that figure that out. So we just sat there. Whoever was watching for the first five minutes, we kept spinning the phone, and they just heard us saying, I can't. Is that right? Is, it, it just is that right? That was five minutes of just vertigo, just spinning and killing it, and me mumbling. I, I swore once, which is and kind of ironic because that's what you do. That's what you do when you hang a contemporary painting. <laughs> is this right? No, Does I it think go it's this sideways. Way? <laughs> you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's sideways. The autograph's a wait. Uh, that's an air conditioning vent. <laughs> oh, my bad. So I ended up uh, just it was a train wreck. But I do think I'll do some more of them. 
I enjoy just messing around with it. And uh, I'm thinking, honestly, Tim, if I can get these down to 30 minutes and they're fun, I can just release one every once in a while for fun and uh, trick people into giving me money. Uh, So so you, you did it live, though. Yeah, I did it live. But I'm going to do some videos. I mean, I'm going to start. I'm going to practice videos. You got to practice the paintings too, right? I don't know if I'm going to go beyond uh, Pokemon characters. I might, I might branch out into other cartoons. But I think it's just going to be Pokemon characters. Well, you might actually, you might actually get into get into an issue though. If you, uh, I mean, they're they're, they're... copyright stuff. Yeah, I've thought of that. I wonder if. Since I am doing my own images, I'm not copying any of theirs, you know. They're out of my head. Mm-hmm. If they can own my personal interpretations of that mm-hmm. I think what character. you have to do, I think you maybe you can make up your own Pokemon characters. Oh, that's what I have to do. And that might actually that might actually be, be, be amusing in itself. Yeah, me dodging the copyright laws. <laughs> <laughs> no. What no, if I just do no, them no, exactly? You, no, making up, making up Pokemon characters. <laughs> what, what if I just put a bit, different name on it and say, well, that's just, I didn't know that that was an electric. This is, uh, I was this just is, making a green tiger. This is yeah. Ditchu. This is, uh, this is a character <laughs> that lives in ditches and uh, eats muskrats. <laughs> <laughs> it's an electric ground Pokemon. <laughs> and his power is, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told him my credentials, too. Up front, I've got an MFA and a BFA, and then I did that, which I think <laughs> is, is, <laughs> wow. I'm expecting a phone call from IU like, yeah, mail us back the master's degree. We don't want you. <laughs> no, it's going to be, going to be, do you know how much you cost us? Do you know how many people dropped out of freshman <laughs> art because they saw your... That's what happens to you. You paint Pikachu pajamas. Anyway, so that was my first foray. And now tomorrow night I have another Zoom show and I'm kind of, I'm nervous. I got to prep and prep. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you can go to acmecomedycompany.com and you can check out check you can buy a ticket and it's uh, yeah. uh it's a Zoom event. It's uh, uh limited I think to 300 seats. Is it 300 it. 300 people? It's 300, that's it. And, yeah. then, and uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And it's uh, yeah, and you can't record it or anything, so it's it's going to have mm-hmm. all the all the elements of a live show except COVID unless you have that in your house. And Pikachu already. Yeah, and and Pikachu, no Pikachu. <laughs> Final segment, we are going to be talking about the 30 things that you do not need in your house. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, But in, in this segment, uh, Bent was delving uh, into the history of Leonard Cohen, uh, uh, known, yeah. known for uh, many songs. However, uh, one song in particular, it's become, it's become I, think, I think we could call it a standard. I, I, oh, I, absolutely. I yeah. don't. I, I don't know how many modern standards there are, really. 
It's yeah. uh, when you think of the standards, you know, like my way or, you know, uh, yeah. uh, stuff yeah. like that. They're all they're all from uh, a generation or two ago. It, it's uh, very few songwriters write standards nowadays. Uh, yeah. But but this is one now. This is uh, absolutely. Uh, but this, it was a long journey getting to that. Yeah. That's what's amazing to me. Yeah, yeah. the song, the song, uh, uh, you probably know it, uh, is uh, Hallelujah. Um, it, the, the interesting thing about the song to me is that outside of Born in the USA, I don't think there's any song that's been misinterpreted more. Yeah, now this will be interesting. What's, what do you think it's about? What is it about? Uh, the Desperation of Love. See, that's what that's what I thought it was about. And then you read like the Rolling Stone uh, article about it, which is a really good article about it. And you read, uh, I didn't. The Rolling Stone article was pretty good, except in the interpretation. I did, I sometimes like, what are you talking about? You know. Uh huh. But uh, that's what I think. I think it's about the desperation of love. And yeah. when you listen to Cohen himself, he 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 sees it as being much less uh, specific than that. It's simply about rising above despair. It's like latching huh. on to uh, finding something to cling on just moment. above. Yeah, that that, yeah, that little that notch lift. above that notch above despair. Yeah, seriously transcending despair in in any form is what it seems to be about. Hmm. Um, yeah, hmm. it's a great song. It's a great song. Now, do people not? They might not know the the first time I heard the story of this was on uh, a different podcast that shall remain nameless because he trash stand-up comics yeah yeah uh, i know I, we, we it, it, regular listeners know who he is or yeah. was to you so yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we no one to me that's uh and let's let's I, keep it i'm let, sure he says the same let's keep it and, nameless um yeah. it, the, the original song the original song he uh, he wrote it he wrote it in the last years of the 70s it's uh he yeah. spent five years writing this song that's uh, that, that that that's how much time that's how much sweat and blood and 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 pain he yeah. put he put into it, and uh, he recorded a uh, version in 1980 that uh, yeah. that uh, according to the CBS Records exact what he said the CBS Records executive told him at the time it's like okay Leonard, uh, we know you're great but are you yeah. any good. Yeah, but we don't know if you're any good. I love it. Walter Yetnikoff said that, CBS Records. Get, get, that encapsul- we know you're great. Yeah, this is awesome, but no one will buy it. What are you good for? Yeah. It's not marketable. Yeah, exactly. There's a, there's how, a great, how many verses I, did it have? How many verses have you, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen the uh, – uh, there's a uh, uh, – Coen Brothers film Inside Lewin Davis. You ever seen that? Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's yeah. Great, there's great a, there's a scene in that too where he just pours his heart out for this Booker trying to get into the Gate of Horn Folk Club, which is like the number one club and folk club in America at the time. Yeah, just yeah. pours his heart out to the beautiful Booker. too. It's and, beautiful uh, when you watch it. And film, the yeah. Booker says, takes a couple of breaths and goes, eh, "I don't see the money in it." Yeah, <laughs> that's his single. Yeah, it's, uh, and that is here's what I love about it. That's what they said. The, the Rolling Stone article goes exactly at that point. It says, look, uh, look at their point. At that time, he's 50 years old. Each successive record has been solding, selling less and less and less, and he's 50 years old. In other words, you're the wrong vehicle. Yeah. You're not, you're not, there's no sex appeal there. Huh. And, and how art became about the vehicle. I mean, look at Andy Warhol. And then how musicians started being about the vehicle, the Rolling Stones, David Bowie. So 
part of the struggle of being a musician now is coming up with this inventive vehicle for your song. And when you're a 50-year-old artist, that is the wrong vehicle, yeah. right? Sure. So enter Jeff Buckley. Well, well, actually, no. It, it was a, it was a, uh, there there was a, there was a there was a middleman. Uh, uh, John oh, that's Kale. right. John that's Kale, right. If you're familiar with the Velvet Underground, John Cale uh, was was pretty much half the Velvet Underground. Um, yeah. And he he was they did a tribute to Leonard Cohn album. That's which, right. Uh, that's right. Which yeah. uh, which I uh, w- after after reading this article, I had to buy. Oh, oh yeah, I, you bought I ordered it. Okay. it. Yep, yep. It's uh, it's in the mail. Uh, John Cale did did a bunch of bunch of artists that I love. The Pixies are on there. Uh, Echo is on there. Um, uh, without that's the that's right. Man. So John Cale, John took... Cale took the song. He, he, I think he was probably also in his fifties at the same time. Yeah, took the yeah. song and uh, said, uh, uh, "Can you uh, just yeah fax it over to me?" Yeah, this is amazing. How many verses? How many verses was it? <laughs> Fifteen pages of verses. Fifteen pages. Oh my god! Oh my word! Yeah. Fifteen. That's, you know what? That's running the light. That's forty-five minutes <laughs> over the forty-five minute light. That's insane. Fifty pages, and then John Cale. Fifty pages. It down. And they're pretty. They're pretty uh, simple couplets too. So, yeah. so, so that's fifteen pages of simple couplets. That, uh, that 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 he that he uh, faxed over and uh, John Cale picked out five. Yeah, and man, he two picked out which, some great ones. Yeah, he did. Two of which, two of which uh, were on the original recording. Uh, Leonard liked those too. Awesome. It's yeah. uh, the biblical ones, and then uh, sure. then he, then he picked amazing. he picked three more. I think three different ones than from the the, the three Leonard picked. Oh. oh, interesting. Okay, I would like to my, myself. Yeah, I, I think it might get really monotonous. But I would love to hear all 15 pages of the song. <laughs> wow. <laughs> then you would be interested in my last uh, painting the Pokemon. <laughs> Did I, the 90 minutes. No, you wouldn't. I'm not. I don't want to. But no, that, that, amazing, that, that would have been it, interesting, wouldn't it? Have, yeah. uh, oh, no, to absolutely. actually take those yeah. take those fifteen because you know what else what else did he have to say? What what other yeah. hallelujah moments were were uh were, yeah. were put in it? And, yeah. and is there a copy of the, I didn't even look. Uh, well a it's copy like of when you 15. write it you know, Tim, it's like when you have a joke and you've got like forty tags and then how do you settle on the two? Yeah. Okay, I exaggerate with forty, but you have ten tags, how do you settle on the two? You know, it's so much of art is deciding what you throw out. It really is. So often. And I, and I and, would like and, to hear Kale's rationale for this is what I took and didn't. Well, do. he said he liked the he took the cheekiest ones is the way he put it. Oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> so he and does if you know the album. Velvet Underground, they, 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 were, they yeah, were cheeky. cheeky. They were very they were cheeky. cheeky. So he uh, and uh, the, the five that he picked out became the uh, became the song. It's uh, sure. That Buckley heard. So then that album doesn't really go anywhere. And then Buckley's visiting a friend in New York, hears it in the living room, goes, I like that. And then Jeff Buckley records it, who is young and really good looking, right? Mm-hmm. True? Yeah. And then he drowns in the river in oh, the peak he more, of his Oh, he, he more than just drowned. And this is a, a fascinating story I have is uh, – uh, I'm going to keep her anonymous because because she hasn't given me the approval to tell the story yet. Uh, she she was a bartender at a comedy club that that, that uh-huh. I worked at regularly, and oh. uh, she also she also before she did that she got a gig on a cruise ship. Really? 
Yeah. Okay. And it was a cruise ship that went up and down the Mississippi River. You're kidding me. And it was no, I'm not. I am not. I swear to God, she. It was her. It was one of her first. One of her first gigs. She got a cruise ship gig, and uh, uh, she boarded. I think at Memphis is uh, is mm-hmm. where she uh, was the port that she was going to get on board, and it was an old fashioned. Um, one of those old riverboat one of those old riverboat ones yeah with the big yeah. paddle wheel on the back yeah. and uh, uh, she's walking she's walking to her first gig the morning of her first gig all scrubbed up and ready you know that she's got that first day of work luster to her yeah. and she's walking up towards the boat and uh, uh, there on the paddle wheel is Jeff Buckley what yeah like you're talking dead or alive is he yeah you, what is, that was it yeah it's a, it's apparently as the yeah as the paddle boat was coming into port it uh it kind of scooped him up no way she was there she was there she's oh yeah she, she saw she saw jeff yeah what did she think did she think oh he's cute is that what she <laughs> <laughs> man he was but he was like no, an I icon think, i think if, if i remember <laughs> oh, her man. telling the story she said uh uh is this an omen and, wow. and, uh, and and she did she did she was not even aware of Jeff Buckley at that point wow. and, and uh, she felt she at that point she she went into she you know went and bought a bunch of Jeff Buckley mu- music and really? uh, at that point yeah she felt that uh, that that her life had become uh, inseparable from Jeff Buckley Buckley's oh that's that's what a story yeah. oh my gosh and that's like the story this this song is so crazy. Because yep. that, that's how Jeff – and Jeff Buckley was this rising star. He does the one album. On it is Hallelujah, and it shoots upwards. And then I think when he passed away, so like that. When, you know, when someone dies young like that, it's just – Oh, yeah, yeah. And then that sealed that song. It's just crazy to me that all that has to happen for this amazing – it's the rhythm of the song songs. is kind of like oh. a kind of like a steamboat paddle going through the water too, uh, isn't it? Kind of uh, whoosh, man. whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> man, but boy, that's Jeff Buckley's story is not like the song at all. <laughs> well, oh. it kind of is. It's crazy. Anyway, that uh, yeah. that's going to have to be. We're going to have to leave it right that's there. Good. We don't want to run the light. back on the rule of three uh uh in this segment um bent i I, i'm guessing it's this has to do with the fact that you're moving yeah we're moving and i saw this article it poked right out it popped 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 right out so it's so whatever the the uh the gremlins inside the algorithm said i'll bet you bent would like to see this article i needed it yeah uh, and it popped up it's uh we'll we'll post it on facebook uh if it's not there already it's uh 30 things in your house that you do not need. And it's yeah. uh it's a list of very interesting stuff that you could uh that you that you could probably throw away and not uh and, and not have any <laughs> yeah, I think they missed things. I like I say you could easily add a zero 300 things. And there's a bunch of these 30 lists. What what's your one 
pops out at you on that? Well, here's one. Here's one. Here's one. Things in the kitchen. All those spices that are past their prime. I actually, this is funny. I found a uh, a tin of Old Bay. <laughs> it's old. There yeah, you go. Old, it's old, old, it was old a bay. tin of Old Bay seasoning. And uh, I had a recipe that called for it, or I thought, ooh, that might be a seafood seasoning. And uh, I looked at the expiration date. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to take a guess? Just the year? 87. Real close. Oh, my word. <laughs> 93. Oh, <wow>. 93. <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, that's back there. That's a that's what that, things were different then. It, it that's pre nine eleven, pre pandemic. Very that's way old, back. It was very oh. very old bay. Yeah, it's very very incredibly old old ancient bay ancient bay seasoning. That's crazy. Uh, I saw this list on my list that I found. I found another list: things to throw out before you're thirty. Number six. I took exception to this one. See if you do too. Number six. CDs and DVDs. That's half my inventory huh. of, you know, comedy inventory. I, that's, I, have, <laughs> I have like a thousand CDs and a thousand DVDs in the house. I don't know what to do with them. I still have a case of Tim Slagle VHS tapes. Those are probably safe to throw out as well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'd have to have a case of Tim Slagle VH players to... Yeah. What else did you find? That yeah. Oh, this is, this one was interesting. Uh, in the bathroom, things uh, things mm-hmm. in the bathroom is uh, uh, pr- probably probably more relevant than to comics. Every hotel toiletry you've ever stolen. Yes. Yeah, that was on this list too. Is beanbags on that other list? This one says beanbag chairs. Which huh. that would fill up your entire garbage can. One beanbag chair. So I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna you have just to, you're gonna have slither. to space if you've got yes, if you've got the full beanbag dinette set, you're gonna, you're gonna <laughs> have to space take that weeks. out for a month. <laughs> this is what I think. I got a better idea, people. This is what you do with the old beanbag. You slit it open, you box that up, and you loose into a box, and you ship that to people you don't like. I mean, how much <laughs> worse? Like thousands of tiny static electricity oh styrofoam balls. And, and the fun Just, part is the fun part is they will open the box, and they'll say, yeah. oh, somebody sent me something. And they'll yeah. rifle through those beads yeah. for, for at nothing. least a half hour. Yeah. Going, Why would someone just send me beads? Yeah, and they should know. I mean, those kind of people should know. <laughs> but I think that's the better alternative. In the old days, of course, you just slit that and dump it in the gutter. But we don't do that anymore. That's wrong to do that. <laughs> we could make it snow in summer with one of those. What else did you find? Uh, trophies crazy? and other inconsequential childhood memorabilia. And I'm guessing I'm well, guessing if you're under 30, you've got a lot more of those. <laughs> oh, they're crap. That's the thing. If you're under 30, they're plastic on plastic. If you're my age, it's that is lead painted with. Oh yeah, with, yeah. dipped in brass, you know I mean? dipped in bronze. Yeah, it's bronzed it's lead, mounted on marble. Uh-huh. That's when people talk about the participation trophies. Those actually came in about the same time when cheap overseas manufacturing. That's when trophies became meaningless. Is when you could buy them for like 50 cents a piece. You know huh. what I mean? Uh huh. Because they used to be heavy. Yeah, you could they, kill someone with well, the trophy. Well, they used to. They used to. Yeah, they, they they used to actually feel like an award. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. you actually accomplished something. And yeah. uh, not now, not now. 
And then what uh, else did you find? Did well, you find well, well, here's here's some interesting things. Uh, dead batteries in your desk drawer. Sure. Uh, uh, chargers that belong to old devices. Half-used mm-hmm. cans of paint. Where do you oh, go I've to throw? Some. Where do you go to throw any of that stuff away? Your neighbor's yard, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you go. <laughs> I don't know what. I've heard with the paint you're supposed to dump it on an old rug, and it dries up under the rug, and then you chuck the rug. That's no. what I've heard. Huh. You know. No. That's not. I a, don't know. I don't no, know. No. Here's that, one. I got one. another one that's a good one. Old journals. Because, you know, I know our house, we have about eight of these old journals. You don't want to throw them away because they're almost empty except for that one entry where you tell people in the future that today you started your journal. And I've got like eight of those <laughs> with the announcement page and then maybe another entry like, oh, my word, it's been so long. And then it's empty. And I've got like eight of those. <laughs> so I guess I can check those. <laughs> people of the future. <laughs> well, we know why he was the way he was. Know why we didn't inherit anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, here's, here's my message to the, here's, here's my message to, uh, to the people of the past. Uh, when some Somebody gives you a journal, ask for the receipt. <laughs> it's probably a bookmark in the journal. That's what it should be. Futons? I thought that was another one that definitely that should go away. Futons. Mismatched Tupperware. That's uh oh, we, we live on that. I don't you, you know what? I, I, I use I use my Tupperware a lot too. But wouldn't it be nice if all your Tupperware matched? That you actually that that it actually you could stack it in uh, on like well, on like one because yeah. I have a I have a, this huge cabinet and I think I, I've been told that everyone has one of these yeah, and it's just it just eventually you just you you get so tired of trying to that you just throw it in there and I, then when you need it I, you have to stick your head way I inside dis- the cabinet and find I the, disagree that that Tupperware cabinet I think is largely responsible for maintaining my mental and physical health. It's like just the task of sorting and then having to bend down and reach in behind and see if it's fallen under the drawer. All those things I need to do. A kitchen, I have kitchen, to do. kitchen yoga. Well, it's, yeah. it's, actually, it's actually bad for my health because at that point I, 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 I say, well, I can either bend down and reach way in yeah. or I can just finish these beans. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. <laughs> no, I don't have time for leftovers. I'll just pack it away and process it and then flush it down the toilet later. It says to get rid of the microwave. What? Yeah. Oh, you mean if you have an extra one? No. No. It says says the stove or oven does the job just as well, if not better, without hogging counter space. This is a lunatic. That's a lunatic. (laughs) Are they insane? That's no. crazy. I know. Jeez. I will say. I will say though that uh, that pizza rolls are much better in the oven. <laughs> I will say we should never eat pizza rolls. That's what I'll say. <laughs> I'm going to say that. Here's something that should be on the list that wasn't. Uh, I speak from personal experience. Something you should throw out: incontinent dog. I'm telling you. <laughs> That is something you should pawn off on the neighbors. Oh, oh, we, in fact, we have a bunch of rugs that we have to throw out. No, oh, so. man. Well, it's uh, too bad we're not neighbors because I got some paint, half-filled paint cans. <laughs> we could join forces. It's uh, uh, th- This one's interesting, too. It's uh, those logo-heavy cups and shot glasses from your college days. 
Now, yeah. Uh, I think that's a tip for single people because, because usually when you get married, all that, all that stuff goes away. Yeah. How does that even survive that? Surely it wouldn't. (laughs) It never would. It's, uh, I I had a buddy that was, (laughs) that was very disappointed when he got married, when she made him pack up all his, uh, 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 Taco Bell Looney Tunes glasses. What, were they were they shot glasses? No, just no, no they were full drink oh. the full glass oh, drinking the... glasses, and he had the, he had oh, the full, yeah. he had the full set. Even Speedy oh. Gonzalez, which I guess was the hard one to get. Well, those and, are uh, valuable. The, shot glasses you chuck because after you're married a while, that's not nearly enough alcohol in one serving. <laughs> you're gonna a shot, <laughs> maybe a double shot glass, but one shot. It's silly. It's like an hors d'oeuvre for dinner. At a certain point, well, this one, this <laughs> one's interesting. This one, this one's just as uncivilized as the microwave. Stemmed wine glasses, simple drinking what? glasses work for water, juice, and wine. Okay, this is a moron. Yeah, yeah that, that, that is just someone. That is just some, yeah, exactly. So that's an so, idiot. So yeah, so you can drink wine out of that jelly jar. No, why not just while you're, use an while empty you're waiting, bean can. while you're waiting an hour for your pot pie to bake, <laughs> or God forbid your pizza roll. <laughs> Wash that down with a plastic cup full of wine. <laughs> Lunatics! That's crazy. And uh, that's about uh, that's about all we have time for today. We're not going to run yeah. the light. Uh, uh, <laughs> We're, we're we're glad you're listening. Our listenership is going up uh, uh, week by week. We want it to go up faster. If you like the show, please tell your friends about it. Share us on Facebook. Give us a like. Uh, uh, send us an email yeah. if there's something about the show you like uh, you, that you do not like. Let us know. Uh, uh, rule of three at timslegel.com. That's uh, that's the temporary email address for the show, but it'll work. Yep. It'll work for as long as this show will be on the web. <laughs> <laughs> temporary in quite a temporary, a permanent way. Yeah, yeah we, I tried to find a rule of three dot com. It's already been taken, so I've been trying yeah. to figure out. Uh, it, rule of tree is uh, <laughs> is, is available. Is, is available, <laughs> and uh, but that would only be that would only make sense to our, our Chicago listeners. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if we can make sense to them, then uh, that's something. So, uh, yeah, if you want to visit my website, of course, uh, timslegel.com or Bent. Bentwashburn.com. Bent Washburn on Facebook, too. B-E-N-G-T. That's all you got to put in. And uh, other than that, we'll see you next week.